Screenless. The TV drama is imagined. The work and the guests are real. Making a soundtrack. Hello and welcome to Making a Soundtrack podcast. Hello. Opening scene and action. Hi, Dan. You all right? Hello. Uh, Yes, I am. I'm very good, actually. How are you? I'm very well. We have an opportunity to meet soon, don't we? We do. Yeah. Which is going to be nice. It would be nice to check in, go and have a bit of lunch. And then we thought, well, if we're going out for lunch, it probably means we'll have a few drinks afterwards. So why not invite everyone else? It's a fairly safe bet. I say everyone else. Anyone who might be vaguely interested. <laughs> the yes, all two of the listeners. <laughs> well, you know what? If two people turn up, it, that would make my day. It would be fantastic. Yes. So that's going to be twelfth of October, Saturday, the twelfth of October, two p.m. onwards. It's literally just going to be us sat in a pub. So. Don't expect anything. Yeah. Uh, just bring your wallet. It's not a launch party. No. It's not a live podcast. It's just a drink down the pub. Uh, and if you fancy coming along, you'd be very welcome. Uh, you can find out all the details at makingsoundtrack.com. And also we've uh, made it, and uh, I know it's not an event, it's just going down the pub. But if you would like to share with us that you're uh, intending on coming or you're interested in coming, then you can go onto Facebook, onto our page there, and... You'll see the but event. You said it wasn't an event. And it is an event. Now I'm I'm confused. It's a it's not an event event. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Well that would be fantastic. Come along, join in. Uh it's gonna be in uh, basically in St. Pancras station, isn't it? In London. Uh pretty much very close, yeah. Pretty much on the on the platform. <laughs> There's a pub there called the Betjeman Arms, so we're gonna be there. Okay. Last week we had Andrea Gibb, the marvellous screenwriter, she gave us some wonderful words of wisdom and a real insight into her work. Yeah, fascinating. uh, And her side of the industry. She came up with two things that really stayed with me, which I think we can think about when we're composing. Yeah. One is that conflict is the essence of drama. She said that very early on, and I think that's really really at the heart of it, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think it it works in music too. You've got to think about um, how there's always some sort of dissonance and then release in music and it's the same thing so you've got the conflict and then returning to home again and everything being okay the other thing was about act two we were kind of on the right tracks with something happens yeah which is i believe the actual technical term if you talk to any script writer something happens (laughs) (laughs) Or not. What Andrea was calling it was the liminal zone, which sounds like a really spooky TV it's series awesome. in itself. <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> and if it isn't, it should be. <laughs> but essentially means that something changes. Yeah. You can write about your characters, then something changes, and then afterwards you are writing about how that character has changed as a result of that. Being in the liminal zone. The, the liminal zone. <laughs> I'll get you next time, Gadget. Hope sad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. So, great. Shall we get on with it? Sorry. It's time for Dan to sing. Cue the music. Cue the music. So, we've started with track one of our album. 
we have actually composed something. Which is a huge relief because uh, up until this point, we've just been planning and planning and planning and had no idea whether actually we could collaborate or not. Uh, no. Um, so it's it, been fun. Yeah, because we, we haven't worked together before, so mm. it's always kind of interesting. So to explain a little bit about why we've started where we've started... Uh, we did a little plan, which uh, we explained in the last episode. So if you haven't heard that, maybe go back and listen. And in that episode, we basically decided on a track listing, taking into account a story arc of sorts. In the last episode, we'll have also heard from Andrea Gibb, who is a scriptwriter. So that will have given us some pointers about what a story arc is and where to make things more exciting and when to have uh, some breathing space and things like that. So we started with track one as an introduction. So that bit before the credits or before the titles come up, uh, setting the scene, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think we decided very early on to try and create our own sounds and then use those as a starting point. And that was really useful. It was a, a very sort of quick way into making something. And, and getting some inspiration so that we weren't staring at a blank page. Yes, and actually one of those drones that I came up with for, I think, our local lock, Shepperton Lock, which is a fine lock, lots of water, <laughs> that drone created this kind of harmonic, which immediately gave you an idea for a melody, didn't it? It did, yeah, it did. I think when we played it, I picked up a guitar and thought, oh, it's in, it's in, it's in B, it's in B, it's B, there's like an A and a B in there. And uh, you were like, oh, I don't think it's an A and a B. Not far off, though. Not far off. And yeah, I realised my guitar was out of tune and it was actually B flat. It was B flat and A flat. No, not far off. And uh, yeah, so that gave me an idea and I, I, I mulled over it for a while, which is what I'd kind of like to do with the sound going and um, went and made a cup of tea and then sat at the piano um, whilst the kettle was boiling and um, noodled a bit and instantly came, because I, I just started messing about, and, but instantly came up with something that I thought, oh, yeah, that's good. I, I can hear something here. And then noodled a bit more until eventually came up with the uh, the melody. Should we have a little listen to that melody? Version one, let's have a listen. That certainly sets a scene, doesn't it? Yes. I think I very quickly sort of mocked that up and sent it over to you. Um, and After all you, the tantrums and uh, slamming doors and everything, yeah, I, yeah. I calmed down, didn't I? You did. You did. Um, you calmed down. <laughs> now, I thought it was great. And uh, I really think it set a scene as well. Uh, it was perfect for what we were going for. One of my comments, I think, was about creating space, wasn't it? And the way you work is to put everything in and then take bits out. So actually, 
we were kind of on the same page. Subtractive it. synthesis. I uh, I tend to throw everything all right, at all right, it. Big words. Uh, and then <laughs> throw everything at it and then start pulling stuff away until you, you know, boil it down. It's it's a jus, not a gravy. A jus, not gravy. Quickly becoming. I think we need to uh, change all of our social media. It's a jus, not a gravy. <laughs> Making a soundtrack, colon... <laughs> It's a jus, not a gravy. I should get t-shirts with it made. So the following version, slash, were about taking things out. Um, You also, in the following versions, extended that initial idea by moving it into this amazing ostinato piano that really set the scene. I wanted some movement and I wanted something to help propel it forward so it just wasn't sort of droney with a melody over the top. Um, Yeah. And the ostinato is made just out of the same notes from the melody. That's all it is. There there are no extra notes or anything in there. And um, it's just a two-handed thing I did um, on the piano. Yeah, and I can see that ostinato phrasing coming back. could be on a different instrument or the same instrument or something built up i'm not sure yet that melody and that ostinato will probably feature uh, as something else because they will be i think they'll probably get attached to one of our moments or characters or something Mm. that we're we're planning on trying to tell just through the music yeah or location or location possible location Uh, yeah who knows who, who the murderer knows? is. We don't know at this stage we because this know. is the only bit of music we've written. Could be a red herring. We could be pointing out who the murderer is right in yes. the introduction. And let's just explain a little bit what our roles are in, in terms of composing. In the whole podcast kind of process, we decided that I will edit the podcast and you will mix the music. Yeah. So it's kind of 50-50. In the composing process... We've decided that we'll take 50% of composing duties, leading the composing duties each. Yeah. So uh, if it's 10 tracks, then That's you'll be leading five, I'll be leading five. And when I say leading, it means that we need to actually allow ideas to happen. And that means, I think, someone taking the lead for a certain track. So for this track, you've gone away, you've gone, right, I'm going to put all this together. We've talked about what the kind of feel that we're going for. Uh, I've got a melody in mind, so I'll go for it. And that's yeah. that's what's happened with this track. Um, and then I've kind of sat back in a almost like a producer role. Um, yeah. I, I did alter some of the notes via MIDI, didn't I? Uh, you sent me a MIDI file of the piano. and We uh, work in different computer programs, so mm. and this is all new to us, so we're still really finding our feet with how we do this. But um, there was a, a lot of the manipulated stuff from the sounds that we did was all audio and we decided to keep it all as audio for the time being so that we can send it backwards and forwards to each other. Mm. I put a couple of extra bits on some of those, which we've then rebounced again with the extra yes. um, processing so that that can then be used further. Um, but when it came to the MIDI type of stuff, so it was all, it was a, it's a fake piano. So... Mm. All I did was uh, bounce the MIDI and send it over because you you instantly said, actually, do you know what? You, you've got this chord progression and I, I'd, I'd actually like the ostinato to change a bit and I think I know what I want to do with it. 
Mm. Um, so I just sent you the MIDI and then you tinkered with it and sent it back. Yeah. So in very broad terms, um, that's how we're working. So th- yeah. there, there's just one person will take the lead, but it doesn't mean that the other person can't have ideas and input and and even play some stuff. But in broad terms, we're, we're doing it that way. Yeah. Um, just a, another little side note. What is MIDI? <laughs> we keep MIDI. Me- mentioning this word. Yeah, it, well, it's... it's um, what does it stand for? Musical Instrument Digital Interface. I think that's right. <laughs> Musical Instrument Digital Interface, MIDI. Social media, is that correct? It is. I'm you pretty sure. You can win respect from your peers. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. And it so basically that, means that it, it's the digital information without all the the sounds. It's not the audio, attached. no. It is literally note on, note off, and yeah. other controller stuff. There is more to it than that. But the, yeah. the crux of it is is you hit a key, it records when the note's on and when the note's off. Yeah. So you uh, exported a MIDI file of the piano ostinato. And then I imported that. There was no instrument attached to it, but I could manipulate the notes so that when I sent it back to you... I could import it again. And you import it. It will sound like the original piano, but with the new notes. Yeah, that's that's it. When I listen to myself there, it sounds really complicated. but um, It's not. <laughs> it's not. But, I mean, that's one of the things. I mean, we, we take it for granted, but it, it is... Without that, we wouldn't be able to do a lot of what we do because mm. MIDI is the, you know, it's, like I say, it's note on and note off yeah. uh, information, but it's that information that then gets used by other programs to create strings or brass or whatever so that you can do these amazing mock-ups of things yeah. without having to hire them. Okay, so shall we play the snippet of the final version? Yes, let's do that. you'll agree that that sounds absolutely fabulous certainly sets a scene um when i say final version probably should say current version because you know we could go on and then decide actually what we're doing in track five relates back to the introduction and maybe we should change something there so uh yeah it's it's all a sculpting process isn't it yeah on the next track and if you look at our scribbles on social media uh, you'll see it's the theme tune, which I don't think we should approach just yet. Uh, no, I think we should uh, we should 
find find our feet with some characters maybe first yeah maybe a place or something yeah. and then uh, yeah. come back to the uh, the opening theme so track three is location so uh, maybe i should have a little crack at that listening to your track listening to the introduction track with the uh, elements of drones and textures that we'd made um really made me think about texture as a tool and uh we developed the drones and textures for the first track um it really gave it a certain atmosphere like heavy air i thought a bit like the pressure you'd feel before a storm I think it really sets the scene for something, not entirely sure what. Uh, so I thought the, the next track, the location, should be a real contrast to that. Today we're going behind the scenes of our working processes, or workflow for short. We are. We're going to talk about uh, what we're trying to achieve, what uh, challenges we've come up against, how we've fixed a few issues, if we've come across any issues indeed, those kind of things. So maybe we should start with what we are actually trying to achieve and then discuss the choices that we've made in order to achieve that thing. Very good. Now, this probably should come with a nerd alert. Nerd! 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 It could be very difficult to keep it entertaining because there's going to be a lot of information about essentially quite boring things. Boring, but hopefully useful to someone. Oh, certainly. So, what are we trying to achieve? Well, we've talked about this before, haven't we? We are making an album together. We are indeed. As well as, well as the podcast at the same time yes but what we want to physically have at the end of it is a is a finished soundtrack album that's right along the way if we have been informative and uh, had a little window into the industry by having these guests on then that's a, a big brucey bonus isn't it yeah absolutely what we're trying to achieve is like you say the podcast and also the album so actually there are two different things going on there it's almost like there are two projects in one it does, to a degree, feel like two projects in one, but at the same time, it is, to me at least, feeling very much like a, a whole, rather than... You could definitely split the two things up if you wanted to, but I think it, it it feels quite like a whole to me. Yes, because part of the reason we did it as a podcast was because we were doing an album out of context. Where, you know, we didn't have the picture, so we're using the, the guests and, you know, all that research to actually inform how we go about the music. So they are intertwined. Yeah, absolutely. So how do we go about the music? This is a good question. Well, we, we've kind of fallen into a bit of a groove, haven't we? We have, definitely. We weren't quite sure how things would work. Um, we knew that we wanted to share the project management of the album, which meant that you would compose a track or start a track that I would yep. then join in on and vice versa until we finished. Yeah. Have we achieved that so far? I, I think we probably have, haven't we? Yeah, very much so. I think we've sort of handed out the uh, the titles to each other and each of us has started a title and then got so far with it. I think I think it was me that suggested we shouldn't take things too far. We should do we should do X amount on it. It's very easy when you're doing these things to get carried away and just keep going and going and going until eventually you've got the finished thing. But when you're working with someone, obviously 
if you keep doing that and handing over finished tracks, then, you know, it's not the same thing. And we wanted it to be a collaboration. So what I've certainly found in when I'm writing is I know that there are certain elements that you will come up with, you know, on reflection when you listen to it. So I know that I'm not going towards a finished thing that I'm going to play you. I'm going towards something that hopefully you will, you know, pass the baton and carry on the the kind of relay race. Exactly. Same for me. I I think you're just trying to get the the idea down and hope that the you convey the idea well enough that the other person goes, oh great, right, yeah, I know mm. what to do with this. Mm. And I think we've achieved that so far. I think we're satisfied with how we've gone about things. Certainly. Yeah. So how do we share what we've done? Let's talk about that. We have started right from the start we've used google drive in order to share files um, yep. so we have a shared folder in that folder i think maybe it would be useful to have a screen grab of the folder so if you have a look on uh, our social channels you'll see a photo of our shared folder for our music and in that folder we have things like idents instruments so all the things that we have been doing so far the drones the percussion the raw sounds the textures yeah uh, any sound design are kept in there and then we've got the work in progress tracks thus far so it's all very clear about what goes where and i think we need to be don't we because um yeah otherwise it can get very confusing very quickly especially if you've um uh, got a lot of tracks that you're sharing yeah it's very easy for tracks to get missed and other such things we aren't worrying about names or anything like that but just that agreed plan that we had that was scrawled on a piece of paper so the yeah. one intro, two theme, three location, four character, one theme, five character, two theme. That's a, the kind of naming conventions that we've got, I suppose, so far. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. And, and then we know which tracks we're working on. And we've also got an ideas folder. So, so if we come up with anything, we can just share it. Yep. And it, it just means it might inspire more ideas, but it's a good place to, to share those ideas. Yeah, so... How the process tends to go is that whichever one of us is writing, whichever one of us is taking the lead on the writing, will will start uh, a session in the studio, in their studios, and come up with the idea, get the bare bones of it down, and then upload a version to that folder so that the other one can then take a listen. Wherever you are. I listened to one of your mixes in the park. All of the mixes are best heard in the park, I think. Out of context, out of the, out of the studio. Somewhere else. It's always always good to get out and about. Yeah. Then the other person, once upon listening, will then decide. Sometimes, I mean, uh, I think I fa- I found it quite easy uh, when you've sent me tracks to go. Oh, I could just add that, or oh, just put a bit of that on it. Mm. I think we've both managed to come up with clear enough ideas and convey them well enough that the other person's then just been able to embellish or slightly modify mm. or do something like that just to make it different rather than sort of a lot of chin scratching yeah. and, oh, what does this need? <laughs> there's, there's been none of that yet. I'm not saying that there might, there might be. I'm sure we, we have it to come. I'm sure of it. But so far, so good. Yeah. That person will then, what we'll do is just import a version and we'll obviously talk to each other about tempo, keys and yeah. other things so that we can match all that up. But uh, we'll import it into a new session and then work on it and then do a very quick mix and then send that back to the other person and so on and so forth until we think the track is finished. And because you're mixing the music, obviously if you're leading the track, then you have the session. If I'm leading the track, I'll just export all of my 
tracks as audio, which is a nice little function in yeah. Logic Pro, straight into the shared folder. So then you can just import them and away you go. You, you can replace tracks yeah. with... Sometimes, you know, I've, I've had a little uh, glockenspiel in places which you've replaced with uh, one of your... Was it a Casio? Yeah, Casio Tone 1000P, which is an awful piece of equipment, <laughs> but awesome at the same time. So we're keeping that same instrumentation, the same DNA running through it. So it means that, the, yeah. you know, if I give you the audio, you can make decisions on would that work better as this instrument or or something that you can see what I'm going for texture-wise, but perhaps yeah. there's something that would fit the overall uh, sound of the album better. Definitely. So we haven't done any of the uh, mixing to see how that works, but the sharing of files and everything else seems to be working pretty well. Seems to be working great, yeah. We actually mentioned the other day, didn't we, that actually if you were in a studio and you were collaborating with a person next door, you'd still have to have that set up. So actually it's a hundred, we're 100 miles away from each other, yeah. but in terms of how we're going about this, it doesn't matter how far. And this l- nicely leads us on to the next bit, the communication issue. Because if you are next door to someone, you, you can just pop next door. If, you, if you're sharing a studio space and you've both got things set up, you can easily just nip around next door, say, right, what's going on with this? How are we doing this? And blah, blah, blah. Do all your planning, do all that kind of stuff. You can even do it, you know, in the kitchen area on a morning or whatever and get on with it. We don't have that. So we have been... Uh, doing a lot of Skyping. Yes, we have, yeah. Which, by and large, has worked very well. Yeah, we've had a few issues. Yes, and especially when we have added a third person uh, in the form of guests. I've certainly had an issue here with uh, these thick old walls where (laughs) I did some testing this morning and the broadband speed drops very significantly between here and next door. And it means that when we've added a third person to Skype, there are connection issues and I've dropped out and uh, we've coped and we've got through it and and the guests have been amazing and understanding (laughs) as you are. But it means that we actually considered switching, didn't it? (laughs) Yes, we thought. To Hangouts. Yeah, you you said, oh, we could try the Google Hangouts. It actually was, it was in Trello, which we'll talk, we'll come on to at some point. Yeah. It has these power-ups so you can connect to your Google Drive, you can connect to a calendar, you can connect to all sorts of things, one of which is Google Hangouts. So I saw this through there. I thought, oh, well, that would be very easy. We could just connect through Trello. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Not perfect. As we were, no. As we were both using Trello <laughs> to do this anyway and sharing the um, the stuff on there for the podcast and the music, it would be perfect to be able to just click on the Hangouts thing. However, we had a few issues, didn't we? Yes. I mean, it would be perfect if you did want to join a conference call of three Russian women. Exactly. Uh, It was just three random, to us anyway, not to their mum. I'm assuming they knew each other, (laughs) Russian women. I'm presuming that they would have been uh, as shocked as we were that suddenly there was... Some, some stranger joining their conference call. It was like they didn't even know I was there. And I don't know, that just seems weird to me. Yeah, there's clearly some sort of issue with hmm. the Hangouts thing, whether that be the Trello or the Google bits, and there's some sort of crossing going yeah. on, crossing of wires. So we decided to steer clear of Google Hangouts from yes, now on. Yes, well, we, we did do a very successful test with my brother. We did, yeah. And that was fantastic and in fact in both skype and 
Google Hangouts, you can share your screen, which obviously when you're composing and other such bits and bobs, sometimes that could prove very, very useful. Mm. Um, And Mm. in Skype, it's a bit laggy and a bit... uh, But in Hangouts, it appeared to be much better. It it did, but it might be connected to my Wi-Fi problem. So I've ordered a Wi-Fi extender. So by tomorrow, I'm hoping that that problem will go away. And there's no reason not to use Skype going forward if that's the problem. Because Skype has worked yeah. perfectly well yeah. so far, hasn't it, really? Yeah. So that's the, the communicating part, part A. Part B, I guess, is Trello. Well, when you want to organise all of your stuff, there's Trello, Trello, Trello. A while ago, before we even started this, I was looking at project management things. So I was using Google products like the... Google Tasks and Keep and things like that. And it was all a bit fractious. Um, I wanted a tool which could, which was very visual and uh, I could see exactly what was going on. I could split up projects so uh, I could make it project-based. And Trello has just been, I know other people use it, so I've had my, it's been in the back of my mind, but it's just revolutionized the way I work, certainly. I can keep tabs on things and it, it excels in collaboration. Yeah, I'm a massive troglodyte, and yeah. I like writing things down say, on bits of paper. I say, yeah, I, I don't mean that in a, yeah, yeah, you're a troglodyte, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, kind we, of we have our different ways of working, that's how you work. Yeah, I've got lists by right by me here now of stuff to do, so to-do lists and um, what, what the plan for the week is and hmm. other such bits and bobs, and I like putting check boxes so that I can cross them out if I've finished it, and if I haven't, or I've started it, but I've not finished it. I can do half of it and all this. Really geeky, but, uh, you know, all sort of hands-on and I like doing that. And I've not really thought much about doing the digital version of that, Mm. which is all these online things. However, I found it very easy to get on with. It's been fantastic, the fact that we can be talking like this and we can both have Trello open and we could both be typing and adding stuff to it. Yeah. Adjusting stuff, you know, when it comes to planning the questions for the guests and stuff. Yeah. And and it's instant. It's instant. You know, it's there. It's done. I don't have to take any kind of notes if you're writing them down because they will be up there. Exactly. Exactly. And it's really the kind of central point for us, isn't it? Information wise, you can organize yourself however you want your end and vice versa. Um, I have my own calendar that I put things in, but this is kind of your point of information, isn't it? Yeah, it's the master plan, isn't it? That's where everything is. It's the master plan. Yes, it is. Yeah. So the next thing, really, uh, I don't see how we're working changing much, if at all, until we need to actually get together. Yeah. The points in which we should get together, I think we've kind of roughly agreed, are for mixing. Yeah, I think it's just a lot quicker if you're in the same room. So if we can allot some time to do that, yeah. uh, rather than me bouncing a load of mixes, then sending them off, yeah. then you yeah. going, oh, this is good, but could you just turn that oboe down? Yeah. And all that kind of jazz, <laughs> oh, you know. Um, yeah. Is there something you're not telling me, Dan? <laughs> yeah, it's all going to be, everything's going to be replaced with oboe. <laughs> but yeah, the, all that, it, it kind of cuts out a lot of that back and forward. Yeah kind of stuff um which obviously takes the time when you're having to bounce different versions of stuff so it's it's good to be in the same room when you can agree i mean obviously that doesn't necessarily mean that once you then move away from the room that 
and you listen somewhere else that you might not go, ah, actually, do you know yeah. what? That guitar's just poking out a little bit. Can we do something about that? Because um, that can still happen. I think fundamentally, if we sit in the same room to begin with, listen to everything, and then we can agree on what it needs, then you can actually just get on with it without me constantly coming back going, oh, turn that up a bit. Yeah. The other time I think that would be nice to get together would be to approach the theme tune. I think it'd be quite... <laughs> Dan is grinning. I know why. That's all, that, was, that, was, that was almost... Uh, write the theme tune. Sing the theme sing tune. The theme tune. <laughs> almost. Oh. But yes, we might need a new jingle for that one. Yeah. But no, I think you're right. Getting together to write the theme tune. As much as we've figured out a way to do it 100 miles apart, it, I think it would be... I think it'd be nice. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely something about being in the same room because it's Mm. instantaneous, isn't it? The whole sort of, oh, try this and try that and and stuff. And writing that way is fantastic. But also, even though we're 100 miles away from each other and doing it differently, it's still exciting when you receive something from somebody else. Put it on and go, wow. Or put it on and go, <laughs> uh, how, however <laughs> however it goes. But you put it on and, and, and just get a buzz from it, which is great. Yeah. I suppose the only other thing that we are using to communicate is WhatsApp, isn't it? But that's more uh, uh, I'm ready when you are kind of yeah. messaging. Texting. Yeah, yeah, I've put this file up. Yeah. yeah. There's some r- strange Russian women appearing in the <laughs> hangout again. Yeah. Or my connection's gone. Back in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to reboot the router. So those are the some of the things that we have been using and uh, the way we've been working together. If you have different ways of working uh, and you've experienced uh, really good ways of collaborating with people you're not in the same room with, let us know. It'd be really nice yeah. to hear your stories as well. Absolutely. Is it time for notes? It is. Dan, get the typewriter. So I would like to share a very funny moment that happened on Twitter the other day. Juxtagon, uh, at Juxtagon, (laughs) tweeted, I think making a soundtrack have cornered the podcast interview market for folks who've lived in Greenock so far. (laughs) (laughs) Which is only when I realised, wow, Rob McCallum and Andrea Gibb are from the same place. Yeah. (laughs) So I said, I know. And would you believe a complete coincidence? And Juxtagon said... If you keep it up, you'll find someone I know. So (laughs) it turns out Juxtagon is from the next door place called Gurok. I hope I pronounced that correctly, but still very weird. Very strange. But there you go. Very strange. The world is a small place. It is. It is. And it just proves that creativity is alive and well in Greenock. I did say that people from other places will be on very soon. They will. Promise. They will. And and that is the case. We do have some amazing guests lined up, actually. And they are from diverse places, not just... As far as we know. As far as Who we knows? Know. There may be this uh, weird connection. Maybe we should. Juxtagon actually suggested that we open <laughs> each interview with, do you have any connection with Greenock? Uh, so maybe. Okay, so thanks, Juxtagon, and thank you for your support. It really means a it lot. It does. Thank you very much. That's a wrap. How do you find us? Makingasoundtrack.com will tell you all you need to know. Links to the podcast, links to social media, there's information about us and more. 
please give us a rating and review on your podcast app if you like what you hear. A kind word goes a long way. And if you're enjoying the podcast and would like to come and say hello on the 12th of October, there are details about that at makingasoundtrack.com as well. Thanks for listening, as always. Bye-bye. See ya. I'm sorry. Oh, I just can't get that over the heavy air bit now. Oh, oh heavy air. Dear. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Come on. Do you suffer from heavy air? <laughs> We're professionals. <clears throat> um, so for the next... <laughs> <clears throat> so for the... <laughs>